Harry Potter rumors are brewing, more award ceremonies mess ups, Disney Plus is scaling back, Outer Banks season 3, and more. How are we tonight, Laura? We are doing good. Austin, how are you? Good. We just got back from our Disneyland trip for your birthday. Do you want to give a little trip report to everyone? Um, I believe every parent should go to Disneyland sans kids. Yeah, it's true. We've So we've gone a couple times with kids, namely because growing up, uh, no offense mom and dad, but... We never, neither of us ever went to Disneyland ourselves. And I think that's why we made it such a point to bring our kids and our inner child needed exactly. to be at Disneyland. And uh, for your birthday, we we're like, okay, let's try it without kids. And we were like, I don't know, not embarrassed, but it's a little like when people were like, where are you going on your vacation? And you were like, Disneyland. And like, oh, your kid, you know, it just felt a little diff- weird kind of saying we're not, we're going without our kids. But it also well, felt a bit guilty. Like, yeah, our kids, yeah. once they found out where we were going. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't want to tell Piper until we were there because I was scared of her reaction yeah. and being like, "Sorry, we're going to your favorite place without you." Yeah, as soon as we did tell her, we we're like, "Okay, but we're gonna bring you back some presents," which we did. We got her some dangly earrings, some Yoda gummies. Rowan got a uh, little Buzz Lightyear bubble machine, and and all was right in the world. All was right. All you have to do is spend two hundred dollars at the $10 souvenir $10 shop, toys, yeah. and good to go. <laughs> The only negative we have to say at all was the hotel, which looked really nice online. Once we got there, it was like the lobby was still nice. You're still like, oh, this is such a good value. You get to your room and it is dirty. And the very last night we saw a bug on the bed, which I don't think was a bed bug, but it freaked us out so much that like right when we got home, we just stripped down. It stripped down through all our clothes and trash bags and like turned the heat up all the way on the washer just to make sure. So... Heaven help us. Heaven help us. One more thing before we get into the actual news and movies. Valentine's Day, we watched She's All That as our... We had like a list of like 15 really awesome epic movies and we chose She's All That. That's the Freddie Prince Jr. movie where he like takes this girl from high school who's a nerd and Paul Walker like bets him like, I bet you can't make her into prom queen. And anyways, takes If you his, haven't yeah. seen it, you need to watch She's All That. It's just as good as you remember it from back in the day. Yes. Totally forgot how good that movie was. <laughs> just wanted to shout that out. So. And Austin surprised me with like the best gift ever. Let's go. Freaking Peloton. What? Mm-hmm. Watch mm-hmm. out, Summer. Here I come. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, industry news. Um, you know, not a ton this week, but there are a few stories I want to hit on before we get into what's dropping on streaming services. Let's go. Starting with the BAFTA Awards whoopsie. I've been wondering about the BAFTA Awards. So. I bet you have. <laughs> Glad you brought this up. Okay, so via Variety.com, in an awkward mix-up, Carrie Mulligan's name was accidentally read out as the winner for Best Supporting Actress instead of the actual winner, Carrie Condon. It was accidentally? Like, how does that happen? At the BAFTA Awards on Sunday evening. I don't know, but this happened in 2017 with Warren Beatty and Faye, Dun- Faye Dunaway, who are... I forget the... Oh, Bonnie and Clyde. 
So they're like famous yeah. old school actors. They read out La La Land as the best picture when it wasn't. I don't even know how this happens. I'm really, I would love to see like a picture of the cards. Like how do they not make the winner like so clear size 50, like green or red or whatever. And then everyone else tiny. Like, I don't know. I got to I got to see the format of these cards. But also maybe these people up there announcing are just so nervous that they stumble. They're actors. They're in the I limelight know, all but the still time. like on the spot. I don't know. That's crazy. Anyways, I I have you gotta feel bad for the person that like gets hyped like oh I won and then has to be all gracious towards the other person. Why am I thinking? Didn't this happen with a Miss America pageant something like this? Yeah, Steve Harvey did. Yes, it too. yes, yeah. terrible. Yeah, we need a there's business idea for someone out there. Card design, award winning card design. <laughs> Please, people, hard. help them out. All right, next bit of news is the Harry Potter rumor: Cauldron runneth over. Via Express.co, Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav pointed out how profitable the original Harry Potter movies had been for the studio and how he plans to focus on franchises in the future. A month later, known leaker WDW Pro tweeted that the studios are planning on rebooting the original film franchise with a new cast in the next three to five years. So there's, there's two parts to this news. Part one is this, this kind of popular leaker. He leaks news and I guess he's usually right most of the time. Um, Leaks news about Harry Potter said that WB wants to reboot, basically start all over with the, from movie one with a whole new cast and set. So how do we feel about that? That's terrible. That's I it. hate. I hate that. Do you like that? Like, how do you redo? I don't. I think you're right. I think I feel bad about it, but it's also I'm just so desperate for like more Harry Potter that. But to redo the originals with new, like a new Harry? I know. No. I don't. I think I will, those will always be like my Harry, Hermione, Ron, but I don't know. it seems too soon, doesn't it? It seems like that's something you should do. Like Mary Poppins, they did this like last couple of years. Um, what's her name? Who's married to Jim from The Office? Pam? Emily Blunt. Um, oh. Yeah, real life, <laughs> not fake. Anyways. Emily Blunt, they did the Mary Poppins, and that's like 50 years later or whatever, and that was perfect. It was great. It was great like new version it felt fresh but like when you're doing it like what 10 20 years i don't know just no feels i feel strange. like harry could still be in a movie yeah like he still looks super young no for sure <laughs> on on top of this there are reportedly plans to adapt the harry potter and the cursed child stage play which opened in the west end in 2016 the story begins 19 years later epilogue at the end of deathly hallows and follows the adventures of harry and draco malfoy's son albus and scorpius great name who become firm friends. According to a new report in the Sun Source, Warner Bros. are currently looking at how to bring the cursed child to the big screen. It has been in their sights since the play proved to be so popular in the West End. It went on to the back burner for a while because there was so much work. Blah, blah, blah. Basically, they're saying that there are some strong rumors that not only could they be rebooting the entire franchise, they could be bringing back the original actors to create a film adaptation of the play called The Cursed Child. Okay, so I could, like, I just had a vision here of something that I could get behind, like, say, and I feel like that's what The Cursed Child is, but you have Harry, Hermione, like, and their kids go to Hogwarts and you follow that storyline, and they're a part of the movies, whereas, like, redoing the originals with different characters feels like it's too soon, too unrealistic, whereas this, I'd be like, yes, I get more Harry Potter, and I actually get the OGs. I feel, I feel better about this one, too. I, I have not read Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Shocked. I, I would be very excited for this film, but from what I've 
heard online, like, a lot of people were like, ah, it's not the best story, so... Are you really a Harry Potter fan, though, if you haven't even read I'm one of the books? I'm playing the PlayStation game right now, so I'm so is, 10% through the game. So is <laughs> many of your friends who definitely have never read the books, so... I'm more of a Harry Potter fan than you, is what I can say, so... I never denied that. <laughs> uh, Alright, last bit of news for this week. Disney pumping the brakes, question mark? Per The Hollywood Reporter, sources say only two Disney Plus series, Loki Season 2 and The Secret Invasion, are definitely airing in 2023. Animated TV series X-Men 97 is also expected to release this year, though according to Disney's Q1 2023 earnings presentation, Kevin Feige interview admitted that it's hard to be part of the zeitgeist when you have so much content out there. So, okay, summarizing... Basically, Disney is always like presenting their next phase of how many movies they had coming out, how many shows. Usually, it's like dozens for the next year. They basically like reeled that back for this 2023, and we're like, uh, only we can only promise two of all the shows we announced will be coming out this year. And Kevin Feige, who's like their showrunner guy, main main creative force behind all their stuff. Uh, basically said admitted that they had too much content coming out and it makes it hard to like be part of the conversation when you're just dripping it out all the time is thinks it's better to pretty much produce less stuff that's higher quality how do you feel about that such a marketing strategy um i understand where he's coming from but also like just two for an entire 12 months feels a little weak also where's wandavision like what yeah. Is that done? I don't know. I think there is, um, what's the other witch's name? Agnes or... Uh-huh. They, yes, it's Agnes. Yeah, Agnes. They they announced a spinoff series with her. I don't want that. I want WandaVision. But I want WandaVision. Um, Emily Olsen's in that other show that looks crazy, dropping on HBO, that murder show that I was showing you the trailer for. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks so good. She's keeping busy, but yeah, I don't know. Two, I doubt... I mean, I'm sure they'll put more shows out than two shows, but kind of crazy they're only like brave enough or willing enough to announce two right now it's like i don't know it's they gotta do more than two but I, I do like, agree that like i prefer less shows that are higher quality than yeah more that are just all but i felt same. like all of their shows that they were producing were very high quality you didn't really keep up though like i didn't but you kept you only watched the good ones that i showed you t- you kept you to, me up i'd be like oh watch and or watch this but like <laughs> You didn't watch all the junk, like the new National Treasure, the new um, Willow series. There's all the other stuff that's just. I didn't like, even know that came out. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. There's just a lot of like. Even Moon Knight should have been a great show, but there's and She Hulk. There's just all these shows that kind of just flew under the radar. That missed the like, mark. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm on board for it, but yeah, two is a little light. So. And also, these two better like hit it out of the park. If <laughs> yeah, you're, that's true. If you're saying that, then you better show up. Put a lot of eggs in that basket. Okay, well, that wraps it up for news this week. Let's hop into what's dropping. Week releases running Monday the 20th through Sunday the 26th, starting with Outer Banks Season 3. Oh, heck yeah. Dropping Thursday, February 23rd on Netflix. John B., what it do? Season 3 finds the Pogues washed ashore on a desert island that, for a brief moment, seems like an idyllic home. Officially deemed Poglandia, great name, <laughs> the, I- <laughs> so stupid. the island's newest residents spend their days fishing, swimming, and reveling in the carefree lifestyle of their temporary dwelling. But things go south for the crew when they find themselves once again caught up in a race for the treasure, quite literally running for their lives. They're broke and far from home. They can't trust anyone. Ward and Rafe are hungry for revenge, and there's a ruthless Caribbean Don who will stop at nothing to find the bounty. Was the treasure ever within their reach, or was it all a trap to stop them once and for all? 
Either way, it's the Pogues against the world, and the only way out is together. Oh my gosh, I'm like on the edge of my seat right now. Um, can't wait for this one. Yeah, for if in case if you've never seen the show, it's one of those shows that it's super cheesy. It knows it's cheesy, but you can't stop watching. Once you watch episode one, you just gotta click play on the next one. And it's all about treasure hunting in Outer Banks, South Carolina. Basically, you have the Pogues who are like, it's like what is that? Uh, the Jets versus the Sharks. Yeah. What is that movie called? Um, it's in New York City. Oh What's my it called? Gosh, come on now. Sorry. Help me out here. Sorry, sorry. Anyways, you got the poor kids. It's same with the grease lightning. You got like the, the greasers versus oh, that's whatever. That's gonna kill me now. But you got the poor kids who are the Pogues, and then you have all the rich kids in Outer Banks, and they're kind of like these rival like groups of friends and gangs and. Anyways, they're just chasing down treasure all day. And and every single episode, like, leaves you with a cliffhanger. Yes. And so you're like, what? What's going to happen next? And you can't help but click next episode. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and the next thing you know, you've watched 10 hours of Outer Banks <laughs> um, on a Sunday. 100%. So we're both excited. Definitely watch that. That sounds interesting. We've also got on Friday the 24th, dropping on Netflix, a movie called We Have a Ghost. What do you do when you find a ghost in your attic? Hit record and go viral on the internet, of course. Written and directed by Christopher Landon, who directed Freaky Paranormal Activity. We have a ghost in a family-friendly horror comedy starring Stranger Things, David Harbour, sorry, David Harbour and Jahi Winston. Teenager Kevin Winston is bummed to be moving into a rundown house that his parents got a suspiciously good deal on until he discovers a ghost in the attic. David Harbour, the, he's the one who has the mustache um, and wears the Hawaiian shirts and Stranger Things. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, he's the sheriff. yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's going to play the ghost. That's and what I was wondering. Calling the ghost Ernest, Kevin sees he needs a friend. Ernest can't talk or seem to remember much about himself, and Kevin offers help in resolving some unfinished business. But when Kevin's dad, Frank, finds out about Ernest, he sees an opportunity to make money and posts a video of Ernest online that goes viral. So they, they see a ghost, and they try and capitalize on it and make some money off this. It's the typical, I've got a ghost, going to put it on YouTube. Classic. Capitalize. Classic tale. Yeah. <laughs> Does that sound exciting to you? I'm like, I'm not like, hold me back. Can't wait for Friday. Got to watch this. But I feel like it, you know, could could be entertaining. Yeah. It's no, it's no Outer Banks, but like it's family friendly. That's what I'm wondering. Like any show that I could watch with our daughter. like Yeah. Which, by the way, I know I've harped on this a lot, but Puss in Boots just broke 400 and some million dollars the box out. So like it's okay. It is a really good movie, but like it's these numbers are like not because it's like the best movie ever made. It's more just like parents are desperate for anything that's good quality Dude, to watch. How many kids, times so. have we like looked to see if anything else is out? Mm-hmm. Nothing. What's going going on come on seriously that's what disney should be doing hello step it up <laughs> get rid of this big red like stuff and give us something yes all these remakes of everything they, just, they make so many remakes buzz Lightyear, all these things just get get some new stuff out there that's quality so um last one we have dropping this week is the consultant friday february 24th dropping on amazon prime via deadline the series is a twisted comedic thriller series that explores the sinister relationship between boss and employee when a new consultant is hired to improve the business at the app-based gaming company compware employees experience new demands and challenges that put everything into question including their lives this eight-part series starring christopher waltz from inglorious bastards 007 specter and shango and chain uh drops february 
February 24th on Amazon Prime. So, uh, Christopher Waltz, I really like him. I made you watch Inglorious Bastards. You remember that movie? Yeah. That's Quentin Tarantino, World yeah. War II movie. He is an amazing actor. He's pretty much, like, if I didn't have him in it, like, attached to this, I'd probably just kind of glaze by it and be like, okay, I'm not even adding that to this list this week, but he's an Academy Award winner, great actor. He loves to embody his roles completely. I feel like oh, he does yeah. a good job. He does so good. So, um, and a comedic thriller. I don't even, like, I don't know. As don't you know. laughing on the edge of your Can't seat. Can't even think of a movie that fits that definition. <laughs> well, so. wait till Friday. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a show. Oh, yeah, eight parts here. Okay, so, um, yeah, so if that sounds interesting to you, check it out. And, Laura, you got any, any other recommendations? Or even if it's not, like, something coming out this week or something you're reading or watching that you want to shout out for people to check out? Uh, nope. Can't think of okay. anything. <laughs> These are the only shows you should be checking out. The ones we just mentioned. (laughs) Nothing else worth checking out. Hey, cut her break. We... We've been going hard. Jet lag. Disneyland, two days, flying back and forth. She's out till 12 tonight, celebrating her birthday. I don't I don't know if you guys do, like, birthday week, but we're on birthday, like, two weeks right now. Oh, get out of um, here. My birthday was birthday. last Thursday. <laughs> or wait, was it? Yes. It was third. It was not even a week ago. So. I wish that you would celebrate me more than oh just trying to give my. me 24 hours. <laughs> So, anyways, we'll we'll cut her some slack. But, yeah, thanks for tuning in. And we'll catch you next week. Adios, amigos. Cuidado,